0: Twice a wonder.
1: Welcome back to Mages and Murder Dads, the best show dedicated to the Baldur's Gate franchise and beyond. I'm Cameron, and I play Ticklevar the Sorcerer. And I'm Danny, and I play Balthazar the Barbarian. This is episode 30, and in uh, this episode, we are finally advancing the story forward. Yes,
0: we have run out of ways to uh, delay. We have run out of ways to avoid advancing the narrative of this game. We are locked in, uh, and, and and we're going. We're heading for it.
1: You could say we're casting haste on this story.
0: Oof, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Let's mm-hmm. say that every time.
1: Every single time. Like <laughs> this video if you like that Like, like <laughs> that this video, joke. and if you don't like it... Hit the like button anyway. Just mm-hmm. give me give me what for. Um, you should always do that. You should like this video right now, as I said, uh, in the last episode and in all episodes in the future. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet already, you should do that. You should uh, get all of our video content uh, streamed directly into your, uh, I don't know, brain zone. You can mm-hmm. follow us both on Twitter and, lo and behold, you might notice some differences if you're on the actual YouTube page because we have rebranded. Into a, a more, um, I don't know, uh, comprehensive. Sexy. Well, I was going to say comprehensive, but sexy absolutely works. Mm-hmm. Um, brand, establish, name, personhood, corporate, uh, free speech. The man. Entity uh, called Range Touch. Yeah, how about that? We got a new little icon. You can probably see that from, from where you're sitting this very moment. And uh, you may
0: ask yourself, what does this mean for all this, this great Baldur's Gate content that I, I like? I, I'm afraid of change because I like the way things are. Do not worry, because we are still making Mages and Murder Dads. Mages of Murder Dads is just nested under a larger universe of content that we'll be able to create using Range touch. Yeah, so you know like the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Expanded Universe is the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and this this opens up like a lot of cross... What about all the all the cross-promotional opportunities? Like, what if there's a crossover Mages and Murder Dads Earth Defense Force episode? Oh, oh my God. They could yeah. just all appear here. That probably won't
1: happen. No. But we do have all kinds of uh, new stuff in the in the pipe. I, we've said that at the end of the last few episodes, and this is it coming to bear. So we have another couple new series that are going to be showing up uh, in the next month or so, and and we hope uh, you'll enjoy all of that. But that's not what this show is all about. No. I I said all of that to say that you can follow the official Ranged Touch, at Ranged Touch uh, Twitter account, and that's down in the description below, alongside our personal Twitter accounts that you can also follow if you're not doing that already. You can like us on Facebook. I just remembered that I have not changed the Facebook over to Ranged Touch yet. should probably do that. I'll do that tonight. Mm. And, uh, you know, a shout out to all of our wide... Uh, commenting community across the many different platforms of people who care about the this show. Mm-hmm. You're all really great. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but there's someone playing like a like a, a dragon, a fire-breathing dragon, only using fire breath on the bosses. Yes. So so that's the kind of comment we get, and uh, we think that's quite good. Also, mm-hmm. a very great comment from uh, uh, Modality. Um, in uh, on the last one who said that, you know, the Thieves Guild, what makes the Thieves Guild so angry? We spent all the last episode trying to find figure out what Thieves Guilds are all about, mm-hmm. and, uh, he pointed out that Thieves Guilds are just mad when a crime happens. That they didn't commit.
0: That they did not commit. Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. kind of like
1: the, the, double
0: police, which I think they're is, the, uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I that, that's that, those are golden comments. You need to be checking them out.
1: hmm But that's not what we did today. We didn't just read comments for today.
0: No, did we? No, we, we we made decisions, and we may have made different decisions.
1: We made we made a lot of choices. I am looking here at the show notes, and uh, Danny's got a lot of um, capital letters. <laughs> I would say, and uh, so the big decision that we made here, uh, that we alluded to at the end of the last episode, was that we will be, for the first time actually, making significantly different choices here during this episode. We mm-hmm. have chosen different allies.
0: Which these allies were people that we kind of, we were, we were forced into choosing one faction or the other because, uh, as you know from our, from like earlier in the story, our stepsister of sorts, Emelyn, has been captured by this person, Irenicus, who's a big bad wizard who, who captured us and kidnapped us and tortured us for an undisclosed period of time. And Balthazar's on a personal quest for vengeance. Is Ticklevar like on a quest for vengeance, or is Ticklevar trying to rescue Emeline?
1: Uh He's still trying to rescue Emoin, even though he doesn't really think they have any kind of emotional connection. It's more like a legalistic demand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's the lawful
0: side yeah. of of Ticklevar. Okay, so on one hand, you have this fellow Galen Bale who came up to you and said, "Hey, I'll give you tw- uh, if you give me twenty grand, I'll tell you where your sister is, and I'll, I'll get you over there." Um, once you made fifteen grand in the city of Baldur's Gate, a shadowy figure, Valen, appeared and told you, "Hey, my mistress will will do the same thing Galen is for only fifteen. Then Galen finds out and says, "Hey, I'll do it for fifteen too." So that's kind of where we were left.
1: And then we went off and did a number of adventures. We like for years, for years, we fought dragons <laughs> while Malthazar fought dragons. Um, we saved townships. We cleared out uh you know cursed temples we discovered not one but two separate shrines to forgotten gods i mean we, we got around one could mm-hmm. say uh, in those various different episodes and now we're back and i went to galen bale and i said all right super buddy here's that 15k let's mm. go
0: what did what did galen bale do after you gave him the money
1: he said let me refer you to my esteemed colleague And then he sent me back to the uh, Shadow Thief house, the guild hall. If you remember from last episode, we spent a lot of time going in and out of the Shadow Thieves guild hall. And uh, he said, all right, go there. And you go to the bottom floor. And lo and behold, there's a secret door. And behind that secret door is my real boss, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the worst thing you could think of. It's the most horrifying thing that one could think of. It's not Mm -hmm. that. It's this dude named uh, Aaron Linvale. He's the Shadow Master. So if you remember last episode when I said, I think because they were referring to like a a bigger, higher-up boss, and I thought that was Galen Bale. Mm -hmm. Not Galen Bale. It's this guy, Aaron Linvale. And he says, he tells me, there's another guild in town, and they are creeping up on the Shadow Thieves. And before... They can spend my money to do what I wanted them to do with my money. Hm we gotta do something else first we gotta we we gotta clear out this guild to clear up the supply pipeline, the infrastructure pipeline to uh rescue Emmawin basically
0: so Aaron Linvale's saying, I physically cannot rescue mm-hmm. your sister before we take out." this competition, is that right? Yeah,
1: like like we don't have the operational capabilities at this moment.
0: Mm. Yep. Yeah. What, yeah. what what did, what
1: did Ticklevar think about that? He said, okay. Okay. We went and did some stuff. So but but uh before we get to what I did, I you know, yeah. had some different missions. This is a very uh very structured you know uh chapter. Mm-hmm. This is chapter three by the way, we didn't say that. Soon, That's right. Yeah. As soon as you would give money over to Galen Bale, or since as as I gave money over to Galen Bale, it was like boom, out of chapter two, that big, wide, cool, giant part of the game. None of that mm-hmm. anymore. We're in chapter three. There's a story happening.
0: Exactly. So this is uh, right when, right after the little scroll happens, mm-hmm. where you gave money to Aaron Linvale. I instead of going to Galen Bale, I went to uh, Valen, and Valen took me to a person named Bodhi. And Bodhi is just this this creepy woman, right? Who only is out uh, at night in the, in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And I can make a comment to, to around the, you know, uh, somewhere around the lines of, yeah, this is pretty weird to, <laughs> to ask to meet in like in the middle of the night in a graveyard. And she said, look, there's a lot of reasons why we're doing this, but uh, needless to say, just roll over into this crypt and I'll tell you more. Right. <laughs> that's uh that's the pickup line that no one wants to hear. No. So we go down into the crypt and Bodhi basically says, look, um, these these people that are that are, um, you know, having you do their bidding, want you to do their bidding. They're shadow thieves and they're all horrible people. And I'm kind of like, think back to last chapter. I'm like, yeah, probably right, Bodhi. I'm on I'm on board here. Right. Yeah, that checks out. Hey there, Cameron in
1: the edit. We uh, had a little snafu in the recording, so this takes a little bit of a jump, but uh, you'll pick right up. There's a uh, like a thing that happens in between the the two chapters, just like happens in the middle of every chapter, and uh, we get a little we get a little mission. So you'll see you'll see what we're talking about. Don't worry about. It. And crucially, it is not a, a dream. It's this seems to be an honest to god really real flashback slash flash over slash cut to. Perhaps I guess.
0: Yeah, and I guess we know that because it doesn't end with a, a yellow greenish monster gobbling us up. Yeah like that's our big uh, that's our big kind of sign that it's not a dream or a blood wave crashing down onto us on a ship.
1: Yeah, I mean, it also, I mean, I think what really helps it is that Irenicus holds up a newspaper and it has today's date on it, <laughs> and it and it says, F. Katla Times, uh, uh, Ticklevar the Sorcerer, Hero of Baldur's Gate, defeats multiple dragons. Mm. Yeah. So, I think all of that probably... Well, yeah, if it said Ticklevar defeats dragons, you know
0: it's a dream.
1: Or is it? Oh. Yeah, it's that was meant yeah. to be more of a burn. Yeah, it hasn't mm. happened yet, but it okay. will happen. Hmm. Probably.
0: We but we both make our agreements.
1: Well, but but I, we didn't say what even is in the dream. It's just him whipping a million kinds of ass all over all these wizards. Like, all these cowed wizards are, like, coming at him, and he's just shooting spells at him and blowing them up. I don't well, even... you,
0: you neglect to mention that one of the cowed wizards, before he even shows up, uh, wa- was, like, oogling g- um, Immoen. He's like, he was like talking about her behind her back as she's in a cage saying like, hey, you see that, that, that new cute, cute woman. And then the other one said, oh, I can't wait to try out some enchantment magic on her. It's really gross. They're evil. Yeah. I mean, it, this, the scene is set very early on that you do not want to like these, these cowed wizards. No.
1: And then Irenicus is blowing them up and turning them into chunks and like summoning a, a demon on their face. And, mm-hmm. and removing all their spell enchantments, spell protections, I mean. Really, uh, really messing up their hardwood floors, as we used to say. Oh, my God. It just, like, picking up the couch and only picking up one side and dragging the other set all the way just across the floor. Just having a pair
0: of steel-toed boots and doing ballet in your foyer. Oh.
1: Hashtag ballet in your foyer. hmm So uh, we're after that. So, I, you know, I talk to Aaron Linvale. I wake up from this cutaway or, or the game gives me back control. And uh, he says, listen, listen here. I know that, that you are, uh, you know, someone who's done a couple missions in your life. You've saved a couple people in your day. But uh, we got a shipment of goods down in the docks. And dang, I've only got one person to to protect that thing. So do you think you could go and uh, help this, this woman named Mook? Do you think you could... Uh, you could help her protect it from this other guild whoever the unnamed guild
0: has he said anything about the other guild
1: they're just a bad guild
0: they're, they're bad they're not them
1: mm-hmm. they're not them so then therefore they're bad mm-hmm. so i go there and, and and as i'm walking there i am i don't know uh attacked maybe is a generous word but i am accosted by three individuals whose skin is blue and and who appear to be completely devoid of body hair. And are also kind of dressed in like a vaguely like North African, Egyptian, uh, uh, Arabian Peninsula kind of look to them. Hmm. You know, kind of kind of uh, like in that classic 80s D&D style, just other right? Mm-hmm. Capital O, other-y. And, uh, you know, those could just be random people. Hard, hard to know.
0: Atacatla is a diverse uh, place.
1: It is. It's right in the middle. You know, it's kind of the southern sword coast. A lot of people from a lot of different places make their way here. That's, you know, it is what it is. And they uh, they say, hey, do you, you work for the Shadow Thieves? And I said, uh,
0: well, who wants to know?
1: Mm-hmm. And Wise
0: say, answer. I feel like you would never want to say yes to that question. No, no.
1: It, because they, I mean, the first thing you should say is, uh, are you a cop? If you are, you have to tell me. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two. Um, are you a shadow thief? I think you're one. You have to you have to flip the accusation back. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I say, they, they come at me again and they say, no, seriously, are you a shadow thief? And I was like, no, I'm not. Leave me alone because technically I'm not. And then immediately they come back with me of, you know what? We saw you come out of that building. Uh, get murdered, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they okay. just straight up attack me. They just come after me. And uh, weirdly enough, these blue-skinned people with no hair, uh, who like kind of move in a creepy way, uh, every time they hit me, they level drain me. Oh, I just can't figure it out, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I take a couple, uh, take a couple uh, goes at this this encounter. They've got me in a bad position the first time, and and you know I heal up and do all that. And Mook is right there, so I go talk to her, and she says, "Hey, there's been this guy who's been uh, moving back and forth all day. Keeps coming bys in different disguises." I say, all right, Mook. I'll I'll hang out here until late tonight, and I'll let you know, uh, you know what I see. Lo and behold, is a man with blue skin and what appears to be no body hair, and he comes and he's like talking very seductively to Mook, and I don't mean like sexually seductive, but I mean like, oh, you could have a much better life over here. You mm. could you could join our guild, and you would have a better time. You would guard even better, bigger crates, Mook, <laughs> and uh, she doesn't really go for it, and he just like slays her in one whack, and
0: mm-hmm. then I
1: got to go after him. Probably
0: drains all of her experience. Yeah, just one slap.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna back to level one for uh, for mm-hmm. Mook if she were alive. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, then then I kill him, and uh, he turns into a big cloud, and then goes up a set of stairs, and then turns into a rat whatever could he be i don't know like i don't you know this is a this other guild they seem there seems to be uh something something zany going on over there sure but uh so so, so then I go back and he gives me another mission but i'm curious since you're part of that other guild
0: what's the first mission you did first mission is i i was tasked with uh stealing a shipment of goods hold on from this person named mook one moment say what now <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Bodhi says, "Yeah, uh, I need you to go grab this crate," and I said, "Where's the crate?" And there, they, and she said, "Well, it's, it's kind of a secret, but they're they're in the docks district," and 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 I need you to get this crate before before it heads out, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, "Sure," and I roll over, and I the first thing I do is there's like a big ship in the bottom of the map, so I just roll over to the big ship because I like well surely they're loading the ship up. And that's where the crate would be. Um, but it wasn't. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. I'll Maybe there's like a lead in the Shadow Thieves Guild. So I just roll over there. And the moment any Shadow Thief sees me, uh, they, they say, I can't believe you're even showing your face here. <laughs> We're going to kill you. Yeah, it's, so,
1: it does yeah. seem like you've made a
0: choice. Yeah. So, um, so they attack me and I murder them. And then I, I roll inside the Shadow Thieves Guild. And, like, people keep attacking me. And it's, like, 70 people that I end up killing, like, <laughs> going through this, this like, just opening boxes, like, trying to find this crate. Where's the crate? I don't know. It's, like, people are, like, just screaming. It's, like, a five alarm, you know, emergency. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be season. fair,
1: within the Forgotten Realms, I think that Balthazar is certainly at level 40.
0: Probably at least a five alarm emergency Everywhere. Everywhere. Balthazar's like snoring is a five alarm emergency, like because in the right pattern it could just summon a demon. What level is elminster? I don't know. Do you <laughs> want to Google that?
1: I, I'm gonna Google it, but but continue continue sure. telling
0: your your narrative here. So I, I I I roll through and I I open every. Every darn, every gosh darn door in this Shadow Thieves guild, I, except for one. There's one door that I can open. I'm annoyed by that. But I don't find the the crate. And then I like roll out, and I'm like, oh, there's a little boat over there. And then I see the little boat, and I go down there, and I kill Mook, who attacks me. And I get a crate. So, so then I, I bring the crate back to Bodhi. So it only costs like 100 people their lives. You know, that's a small price to pay for a crate. But it's very strange because the dialogue options after I turn in the crate were were very not indicative of what I just did. Because mm-hmm. I, I like I can say something like, "Oh, that seems like uh, you, we hardly did anything to the Shadow Thieves Guild there." But no, I did. Sound like, there's not one anymore. Like, all of their bodies and the, their equipment are just like strewn around. A lot of them just have like piles of equipment on the ground with nobody because they just blew up. <laughs>
1: Uh, and, and then and then uh, Bodhi Congratulated you on a, a job well done A stealthy job well done
0: Well actually she kind of said very it, it was very upfront, And I did like this She's like look if you show your face over there They're probably going to attack you I don't think there's a way to do this sneakily Which I thought was like refreshing right Yeah well it's good to let you know
1: Sure Can I give you a little update on this Elminster thing Yeah Apparently the Baldur's Gate manual Baldur's Gate 1 says that Elminster is level twenty nine. Really? Yeah. That's probably that can't be true. But uh interesting little tidbit. Maybe that's why Elminster doesn't show up
0: in this game. Mmm. Just, just because you you can't you can't do that. You can you can't like have Elminster himself.
1: Mm. Transforming and then then uh, I don't know summoning demons and whatnot going to hell and back.
0: Yeah, no I'm pretty sure uh Kinsman, that from my knowledge of at least of 3rd edition, so not a one to one correspondence, but like there were stat blocks of some deities. Yeah, written up. Yeah. They are not level 40.
1: No, I don't think that. I don't think they are. I mean this is low yeah. this is 2.5 and uh, I certainly don't think that anything is level 40 at this point. Yeah. So. So,
0: it's Balthazar's a real thing. How how what level is Ticklevar? I think 14. Okay. 1415 somewhere there like getting getting up there towards dritz basically yeah yeah almost as good basically Mm -hmm.
1: um well so the the next little thing (laughs) that i did i talked to aaron lundvale this is very very this is very shadow thieves this whole operation i say look hey i did this thing for you um when can we get on this boat and get going yeah you know, when can I go
0: rescue Imo And they say, hold if, on, hold if on. If I can, if I can save the package that you're going to ship via boat, surely you can just put me on that boat. I think they and were receiving me to where I want to go. I think they were mm. receiving.
1: Yeah, this is a receiving office, not a shipping office. They uh, so they they comes at me and he says, "Listen, I got a couple shadow thieves that are going to be defecting. These are defectors. This is like Soviet Union style over here." they got to they got to get a message and they got to roll it up in a cigar and they got to like light it and then flick it in the eye of someone across the street. Mm. And that person goes blind. But then they get they get to get out. It's that level. You you went there. Yeah, we go there. So, um so he says, "Look, you got to go to the Five Flaggins Inn. On the second story. Remember the Five Flaggins Inn?" Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, in the Bridge District, and he says, "On the second floor, there's going to be Two people there, and they're waiting for a recruiter to show up. You need to get there, defeat them, and then meet the recruiter in their place. Oh, and pose
0: as the people who are trying to meet the recruiter. Or
1: just pose as people who are trying to, not necessarily as them. Oh, okay. You know, that complicates the story if there's there's too many people there. Um, We go and do that, and... um, they immediately say, "Oh, who are you here to to meet?" and I and I was like, "Oh, the recruiter, of course." And they're like, "What's the recruiter's name?" And I was like, "It's the the one who does the recruiting." Mm. And they immediately come after me. Did you have a dialogue option that was correct, or were you just kind of boned? Nope. Here? Yeah, yeah. There was no way, as far as I could tell, to like dialogue my way around it. So I did what any rational person would do, and I summoned a fire elemental. <laughs> In the middle of an inn, well, the top floor of an inn, in, sure. uh, of an inn. To be fair, and uh, some of the fire Elemental slayed these dudes. Um, the recruiter comes and he says, "Ah, yes, uh, the people I'm supposed to meet. You, you definitely know my name." And uh, here's the kicker: when I was killing the other dudes, they did say his name, so I was able to scroll up, you know, with my <laughs> little scroll wheel, and I, I look in the dialogue option there, and I, I recognize his name. It's like. It's not Kalar, but it's something like that, like Kalen, maybe. And I uh, click the the right thing, and he says, no, you're definitely not the right people. And then he attacks me anyway. Well, darn. Yeah, so I really felt like I was getting kind of shoved into a particular option there. But he does say uh, something about the graveyard district. So I get a little note about the graveyard district, and I go back to uh, Aaron Linvale, the Shadow Master, and I say, hey, buddy. I done did the damn thing for you. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I have the last mission, but what is what is the second thing that you did? So the interesting thing is Bodhi gives me an option and says it very explicitly in a little bit, maybe too gamey of terms. Hey, I've got a choice of two different things that you could do right now for those who are heroically inclined and don't want to get their hands dirty, and she says it in kind of a denigrating manner, Right. I have one task, but if you're not above skullduggery, I'll have you do another thing, all right? Hmm. So about Balthazar, so it's, so it's obviously saying, hey, even though you've chosen this perhaps less scrupulous faction, if you are a good player, you can do this without losing reputation. Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I also wonder too, like with the Thieves
1: Guild, there's no question of that. You're just going to do bad stuff for the Thieves Guild. Mm -hmm. and Bodhi has sold her whole thing to you based on the fact that you're not the thieves guild you have an option to not be like morally bankrupt sure you know what I mean so like I I like the idea that like the game actually leans into that rather than being like all right this is another type of bad choice
0: yeah, and I think the kind of the interesting wrinkle is that Bodhi, Bodhi's whole thing is, hey, you've been strung along by people who are the Thieves' Guild. I am being very upfront with you, mm-hmm. right? Like, we are just trying to wreck the Thieves' Guild. That is my goal, okay? And, and, I'll, and I'll help you on, his, on the way. So anyway, I said, yeah, sure, let's do the Skullduggery one. I'm fine with that. And she basically says, yeah, I want to. There's, like, this important merchant... Um, I want, and I think it's kind of a two birds with one stone situation. One, this merchant kind of might be uh, providing stuff to the Thieves' Guild. And two, I want you to, like, murder him and frame the Thieves' Guild by, like, leaving this blade and cloak there. Right? Literally, cloak and dagger. Exactly. So I roll over there, and I... I I go up and like the the dialogue is hilarious because it's like hey, uh, the the <laughs> you know Bodhi just sent me here to frame you and 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 kill you and then frame the or yeah Bodhi sent me here to kill you and frame the shadow thieves for your death and the guy says oh my gosh my guards are gonna stop you <laughs> and I said do you really think that's gonna happen and and and, and he's like well. Uh, and I said, they they haven't stopped me yet. And I'm here talking to you. Uh-oh. And uh, and then uh, I say, well, hey, how about this? How about you just get out of town? How about you just, like, get out of town for, like, a couple months? And then, and then this will all be fine. And he said, really? And I was like, yeah. And then he, like, runs away and says, okay, great. I'll go. Guards, kill him. <laughs> and then Balthazar was like, mm, no, that's not going to work. And so Balthazar, like, I think I have to reload to catch him before he leaves. Under this like rubric, mm-hmm. but like with Whirlwind, I can easily catch this NPC before they leave the before they leave the house. And I just drop the uh, I drop the cloak and dagger in like the fountain. Dang, um, <laughs> yeah. you that guy made a bad decision. He really did. He didn't know what he was in for. He did not. I don't. That's the thing is there is this element of obviously everyone knows who Balthazar is, but obviously not, right? <laughs> they know who
1: he is, but not what he's capable
0: of. There you go. It's kind of like it's the opposite of the William Wallace thing. Oh, you, you fireballs out of his eyes and lightning bolts out of his arse, mm-hmm. right? But it's the opposite of Balthazar. It's like, yeah, I heard he like turned over a cart once. Mm-hmm. He, he got and mad. He got mad once and like threw a tomato at somebody. Mm-hmm. It's just all of the all of the rumors instead of being becoming more grandiose have become more and more like petty.
1: Yeah, little did they know that he one time touched a man with his left hand and that person exploded <laughs> into chugs. I you know, it, it is amazing to me that we had a serial killer running around this city who was skinning people alive and that's somehow less horrifying than what Balthazar does in any given encounter.
0: On a day when he travels between districts, and like brigands attack him, <laughs> and then the, the like nobles have to convene to find out how to clean it up, because <laughs> like the the chunks are going so they're they're coming down like chimneys of rich people, and it's like a real problem then, right? It's like a public health concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the that was the uh,
1: that was the real issue with the spell plague. In fact, oh yeah, no. Y'all ever think about the spell plague? Yeah, hashtag Spellplague. Hashtag Spellplague. But, well, that's... So, do you know what the other option was? Did you... Did, you, did
0: I did not. You know, I did okay. not
1: reload to see what the other option was, so... Mm-hmm. So, well, I went back, you know, I'm back with Aaron Linvale, and he says, all right, I got one more... Got one last job
0: for you. One last job. One last job. The Big job. Dirty.
1: Well, actually, it, it is, in fact, the Big Dirty, and uh, I'm stealing change and um no aaron comes back what if that is it what if what if the thieves guild are an elaborate trailer park boys-esque like get rich quick scheme where they're gonna mm-hmm. make like twelve hundred dollars oh someone's gotta make that beam dog get on that game beam dog what are you doing <laughs> phil we gotta we gotta get that dude back on here yeah we gotta
0: get that we've got the pitch for you we got the pitch for him he did kind of, like, intimate it when he was like, well, look, if you remade the Baldur's Gate series, what would that look like? And we didn't have an answer then, but we've got an answer right yeah, now. You have the Trailer Park Boys. Isometric <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. Yes.
1: Mm. Go, uh, if you've you you know if you've been listening to the show and you didn't listen to that episode, we talked to Phil Daigle, who is... Uh, uh, not lead creative but one of the developers uh for uh the enhanced editions over at meme dog right now um mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put a little link in here
0: yeah bam
1: boom liberty blap um but yeah so so when i go back to him this time after this recruitment mission he says you'll never guess what happened to me <laughs> okay and i'm like eh, what happened aaron and he says i got attacked by some people that came in here and they tried to get me and i swear to god I think they
0: might be vampires. <laughs> well, well, what on earth made him think that?
1: I think it's the vampirologist who is hanging out with him. I don't know. He actually doesn't say, but he's like, you know what? There's this leader over there. I don't like her very much. Her name's Bodhi. I'm pretty sure she's a vampire. I'm like 88 percent sure <laughs> she's a vampire. Every time she hits me, it drains two levels of experience. I'm a I'm a level three or I'm <laughs> dirt a, farmer a level three. Well, no, I mean. He's promoted at a dirt farmer, but he's like a level two thief, level one fighter. Mm. And that's bad. You don't want to be that when you're the <laughs> when the, the shadow master. You know? You don't want people mm-hmm. to think you're too big for your britches. And sure. S- and so he says, look, you got to go to the graveyard district. You got to take care of it. You got to go. And he says, here, take this. And he gives me a bunch of stakes, like a stack <laughs> of stakes, like for nailing through the hearts of vampires. And he says,
0: I don't know what you're supposed to do with this but hop to it buster. Yeah, I only paid the vampirologist for half an hour, so we didn't get to that part of the of the of the, you know, anatomy of vampires and and their weaknesses, but I have just read somewhere that these stakes are, could be useful.
1: 15,000 gold only goes so far. <laughs> like I get it, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: What if the what if the, that is the entirety of what we spent that money on? Four stakes. <laughs> And the and the expertise of uh, of half an hour of a vampirologist's time. Mm-hmm. It's like a little gnome. Mm-hmm. He just, he just casts illusions of vampires. He's like, this is what you do. You got to get him right here, right in the. <laughs> and <laughs> it's all just professional wrestling moves. Like you got to <laughs> jump off the top rope up here. Bam, <laughs> bam.
1: Yeah, that's hundred percent. All right, Beam Dog. We got two pitches for you. Uh, number one, Trailer Park Boys. Isometric. We already talked about that. Number two gnome professional wrestler who defeats yeah. vampires and he's kind of like a, a raconteur and a con man on the side mm-hmm. you know we got two ideas pay us for them gosh absolutely yeah give us that money everybody give us that money you can support us on patreon um so if
0: you, if we get to ten thousand dollars a month we we will make these games yeah i will learn how i will learn how to make mods for baldur's gate it can't be that i hard. will take my half of the money and then just pay someone to make my 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 game
1: oh Dang, that's much better. I'm, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do that part. <laughs> okay. We'll contract someone to make a Baldur's Gate mod. There you go. Um, so I go to the graveyard district, and, um, you know, I got to I gotta root around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got to walk around it. I don't exactly know how to get into the catacomb, so I'm opening doors and going in there, and, you know, there's, like, some mummies in one and some big old skeleton dudes in another, you know, the, mm-hmm. nor- the normal stuff. And uh, I, I come upon a guy, or actually, I say a guy. I come upon a screaming grave. <laughs> okay. And I click on it. It's got the little circle thing. And I click on it, and this, this dude comes out, and his name is Tier Deer. T-I-R-D-I-R. Mm. And he says, hey, I've been buried alive, and it was bad. And I say, okay, what do you, what, what's up? And he says, I, you know, people were extorting money from me. And I needed, uh, and I paid them, and then they buried me anyway. He says, the gravedigger's involved. So I go talk to the gravedigger, and the gravedigger says, yeah, you need any help with anything? And I was like, you talking about burying people alive? And he was like, yeah, I think, "Uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't <laughs> think so. And so then I like told him that he was bad, and that he shouldn't do that anymore, and he literally just ran away. Mm. Yeah, and he said there was a man in red who helped him do it. And that's the end of this quest, because I forgot to follow up on it. Oh my gosh, we missed our time with Elminster. <gasps> do, you think, do you think that <laughs> Elminster is burying people alive?
0: <laughs> that's just, <laughs> just through mundane means, too. Not even like... When not you're even an like,
1: all-powerful wizard, there's there's <laughs> nothing that gets you going more than burying a man alive with your bare hands. Just yeah. the on, on honest day's work
0: of burying a man alive. Mm-hmm. Dang, hard to know. He could just be, like, he could literally, instead of doing that, he could just, like, roll into town stone to mud, then mud to stone. Like, (laughs) stone to mud, while someone's standing on it, they sink down, (laughs) okay, mud to stone, bam, buried alive, bam, like, emerald, bam, (laughs) bam, bam. Bam. (laughs) You think
1: Elminster, oh, He's like doing the hand thing too? Bam, bam. Oh yeah. Bam bam. You were you were trapped you are you trapped seventy five percent of the way into into the ground. You're ten percent of the way into the ground. <laughs> like you you live, you die.
0: We'll never know because you didn't finish this quest. Oh maybe I'll do it one day, but probably not.
1: So I mm-hmm. didn't find that out. Also, there's another crypt with a uh, a dude in there just called the Crypt King. Whoa. And I just killed him. No quest or anything. Just I mean he wasn't the king for very long i guess i'm the crypt king now <laughs> you are that's that's how it how works so how did your third quest go
0: yeah so i uh i talk with Bodhi, she says yeah we got to take down we got to take down the 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 head of the shadow thieves we got to take down aaron linvale oh shadow master the shadow master and i say okay yeah i don't have a problem with that so I go back into the utterly empty compound of the Shadow Thieves, just like covered in blood, right? Mm-hmm. Just entrails, like from the last time when I was lost and I couldn't find a crate. And uh, and I'm told, hey, you you may have to like find like this person uh, that that was uh, captured. One of one of my associates was captured there, and they may be holding him. He might be able to help you out. But so. This is my question, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're kind of intersecting here. Mm-hmm. Did you go down into the into like the Shadow Thieves area where there's all this like nonsense? Yeah, yeah, that's where Aaron Linvale is. He's like in the very, very bottom.
1: There's a lot of weird stuff there. I have my own story about this nonsense, but I'll let you tell your story.
0: Yeah, so I roll down there, and the first door on my right. So I'm just okay. I'll, I'll hug right. I open a door, and there's just a pack of orcs in a tunnel. Hmm. They're just behind a door. Well. And and then this is the thing. It kind of, like, goes, and there's a tunnel, and you can click to go to a different screen. I'm like, oh, maybe there was, like, a quest I don't know about where, like, orcs were invading the Shadow Thieves. And maybe that's what Kunzelman's dealing with now, right? Maybe he's having to, like, fend off these orcs because they're literally at the Shadow Thieves' door. No. No. I leave that door, and it's just a one-way exit out of the Shadow Thieves' lair. Yeah. It's not, like, going anywhere that orcs would be. No. So, no. So, what what am I to think? One of two things. One, the Shadow Thieves are in league with orcs, just beings of pure chaos, right? I mean,
1: they're not pure chaos. Remember that we recruited them into our Free People's Army
0: attacking Dragonspear Castle. That's true. No, that's true. You know? Although it is like a little it is like a little question mark in terms of Forgotten Realms lore like the the source of orcs, right? Because there 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 are some different interpretations of kind of what they are. Goblinoids from from everything I remember tend to be like kind of explained as these are these are like natural phenomena as any species, right? Well yeah, they're you like know?
1: they were created slash uplifted by their dude. They have a god. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, the orcs have Grumish.
1: Yes, they have a whole pantheon. Like, they have a like whole pantheon like the, like Grumish the dwarves, is Yeah, yeah. grimish is the is the, is the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's just the, Odin, right? Grumish is just Odin.
0: Yeah, of the blind kind of searing, seer seeing deity, kind of one of those. Well, yeah,
1: he's, he's like blind in one eye, and he's like war and wisdom. I think mm-hmm. for his like
0: portfolio. No, it is like, it's a one-to-one correspondence. Um, But I do remember some things about uh, Forgotten Realms novels, like the Dritz A Thousand Orcs, right? Mm -hmm. Like those, where orcs are almost, like, they almost just crawl up out of the ground,
1: right? Well, yeah, because they're like, well, not to get all lore about it, Mm -hmm. but those are very particular because that's a bunch of different mountain tribes who are all unified under one leader, sure in a, in a bid to take over a city of the north and i think they do end up taking the city of the north so that's, it's it's kind of not like uh not
0: quite representative of uh representative of orcdom as a whole yeah exactly it's kind yeah. of a special case okay so on the one hand they're allied with orcs who are obviously very complicated and not solely beings of pure chaos and, and, even though they are chaotic evil overwhelmingly in the same way kind of like uh uh Dark elves are.
1: Important to note here, we haven't seen a single orc in this city in uh, no. this entire game. So yeah, it doesn't make a single bit of sense why why they're there.
0: Or two, they have been captured by the shadow thieves and just placed in these hallways for an invasion situation as just a natural trap, right? Mm, okay, Which opens up way more questions. That's way more interesting and problematic. Who's importing all these orcs? Who's importing these orcs? Who feeds them? Where do they sleep? Hmm. Where do they use the bathroom? I don't know. This is not so, Gygaxian. No, I. There's not a single around. ot yog in this entire place. <laughs> no. Where would where would all the orc waste go? I don't know. Mm. Unrealistic immersion destroyed. Yep. No immersion. Zero stars. I roll around and there's like several groups of orcs and there's a there's a fake town like a like a like a training town to like practice mugging people I guess. There's also a um a large chamber of just spikes and like a pool of blood in the middle at the uh at the you know Bodie's lair yeah, yeah. In, the, in the in the crypt. Yes. But. So maybe equally bad, but. Mm-hmm. but yeah. So, you know, eventually I kind of get to the, the the bottom half with Aaron Linvale, but only after that that weird town. And like I crossed a bridge and there were like dark spirits and a wind elemental just guarding a pipe that I had to walk <laughs> across. It was all very bizarre. There's also a uh, torture pit. Yeah, the, the, of course, there's a torture room there. And there's actually a torturer. And, who, and when I see him, the torturer actually says, Hey. I guess it's up to the torturer to take care of you. <laughs> like, a lot of pride in his work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess. Like, a lot of simultaneous pride and, uh, like, kind of a self-disparaging comment of, like, oh, it's gonna take the torturer, the torturer is gonna be the one that has to step up. Do you think he said it in like, uh, in, like, the droopy voice? Where he's like, I guess it's up mm-hmm. for the torturer to do it. <laughs> I, that's why I wish this part was voice acted so I could get that. When I, but when I got get the torturer, I free kind of Bodie's associate. And Bodie's to- associate tells me, yeah, you got to get two things to get to Aaron Linvale. you got to hit a button somewhere in the north mm. of this compound. And you've got to find a key off of this wizard. Good luck! And then he, he peaced out. Oh, that's
1: interesting because I also hit that button and I had no idea what it was for. And it just uh, like electrocuted me every time because uh, it doesn't do anything on my end.
0: Yeah, I hit the button, I I kill this wizard, and Aaron Linvale says, ah, you will be the first to fall. He actually says, Bodhi, and I'm quoting here, Bodhi that bitch, Uh has finally come down here. You will be the first to fall. And I think my first reaction like as a player was, what do you mean I'll be the first to fall? You're the only one left. You're the whole guild. First to
1: fall. He doesn't know that.
0: Yeah, I guess not. I guess he's, like, in his, like, very opulent chamber with, like, bubble bath, right? Like, a very opulent chamber with a bubble bath and, like, obviously, like, his, his like, bed chambers, I guess, but also, like, 15 people. Very weird. His, uh...
1: He still thinks his best, best friend Buster the Air Elemental is out there, like, fending people off, you know? Yeah. He thinks you just did some trickery.
0: Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, it's like uh, the first time I did this fight, I had no special abilities left because like you can't rest at all in this in this area. Mm-hmm. So like I do it, but I just eventually like I kill most people, but I eventually like fail a save because I'm not berserk. So I reload and like go out and rest and and then pop these people. I did use a uh, a cool little a cool little. Uh, uh, horn that I have I put together and I've improved it's the iron horn that summons like the uh the iron warrior right yeah berserker warrior guy how do you improve that thing there's a fellow in the uh there's a fellow in Joaquin's promenade yeah what do that you, you can what's you you got to take like a, st- a special stone to him, mm. like a sunstone or something along those
1: lines okay that yeah that's mm-hmm. what I'm missing I have the first part of the horn and I wanted to upgrade it and I didn't look it
0: up to, to yeah. see what I had to do it's the ma- He maxes out at level 9. He's not huge, but it's, it's like, enough if you put him on a spellcaster on the other side of the room. It'll, like, keep them occupied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I fought, when I had no special abilities, one of the spellcasters uh, summoned a, like, a goth or a, uh, not a goth, but a, um, one of those uh, horrible demons that is not a balor, but it's, like, spindly. Um, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, a demon. Yeah. Yeah, they summoned a huge demon from the Abyss, and I just walked outside, and the demon killed, like, half of them. I had the option as Balthazar. Uh, not a Nishru. Yeah. Is it Nishru? I think so.
1: I had the... In any case, whatever the demon-summoning wizard spell is, I had the option in this episode to take it, and I chose you, not Ticklevar to.
0: Ticklevar could have chosen that? Heck yeah, he could have. He's a sorcerer, well, man. Well, I mean... I don't blame you for not, because those things kill your own party. Like, you have to immediately charm demon or something, right? No, you have to cast protection from evil 10-foot radius
1: on your party first, Uh, and then you summon the demon.
0: They cannot attack you if you have protection of evil Mm -hmm. first? Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of some classic
0: wizardry. Mm. Well, mine, my, well, did you say anything when you killed him? No, but he did drop some stakes, and I looked at him, and I'm like, oh, that's
1: weird. Should have given them to to me. If only I'd had them. I like the idea that these are both happening concurrently. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that's not true. But, uh, so I go into the the crypt where where mm-hmm. Bodhi is, and I go down first, and there's like a million spiders, and there's a giant spider's nest in this this zone. Okay. okay. No vampires to be seen. I kill all these spiders. And I go into this little like, you know, hutch. Uh, that's the best way to describe it, spider hutch. And there's a drow in there. Her name is Pine Eye.
0: Mm-hmm. And she
1: doesn't she opens with I see you've got a drow with you. I'm gonna kill you all to punish you for hanging out with a surface dweller. And then she just she summons like thirty spiders. Thirty like really small little like uh what what were they called in fourth edition? Like minions? Yeah. Uh, something, whatever that is. So she summons like a bunch of little crappy ones and I skull trap them all and then kill her really quickly. But she has nothing to do as far as I can tell with any of the rest of it.
0: Yeah, no, I think I, I actually ran into her snooping around the crypts. Mm -hmm. She attacked me too. Well,
1: yeah. So you,
0: there is, did you check the middle of that chamber? Yeah, I did. There's an onyx, uh, spider figurine. You can summon a spider once a day. Oh, that's not what I had. What'd you have? I think I had an iron stone. Well, I got that too, but I think the actual that the the woman dropped Ooh. the spider figurine. I don't think I, I don't think I looted her then. Oh no. I think I might have goofed it. Oh wow. Well. Yeah, bet- because the, between that and uh in uh in good old Aaron Linvale's house or in his little chamber, I got a a gen ring that can summon a gin once a day. That's pre- that's pretty good. That's going to really
1: do some damage to that genie count. I, you know what? I also had the option to either summon an Freet, a Jin, or a Dao. Which would have all counted towards the genie count. Exactly. And I might have stuck away from those just to not have to deal with it at all. <laughs> um, although, I, I will I will say someone on Reddit, I think, uh, very patiently explained to me the difference between a Jin,
0: Dao, and... For each, and I appreciate that. It's all that. about where they're from. It's all about where they're from. It's all about nationality. Well, not, it's all about, not nationality. It's just like stalactites and stalagmites. It's like planarality? Planarality. Planarality.
1: Anyway, so so then I like go up there. There's a wizard. The Shadow Seas have sent me a wizard with a golem because uh, apparently the these vampires are behind this like impenetrable blue door, and uh, they smash it open for me. And I go in, and there's a... a lo and behold... A vampire Mm. who would have thunk it there's a vampire in there and he says oh he he grabs his mustache with both hands and just begins tugging on it (laughs) viciously and he says oh you'll (laughs) never be able to kill me and all the other vampires and uh and i do i summon a Mm -hmm. bunch of elementals and they go hog wild i do find a giant room that's full of spikes with a giant pool of blood in the middle i find a little side chamber that's like a bathtub full of blood that mm-hmm. I click on, it's got it's got the little circley click on me mm-hmm. me button to it, and I find a mace of disruption, which is pretty cool. Whoa! It's a. Do you know
0: what that is? Yeah, disruption are the that's that's the anti undead enchantment mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so they have to. It's like
1: a plus four saving throw, and uh, if they miss on the saving throw,
0: then they just explode. Now is that a mace of disruption plus one or plus two? Plus one. So you can get that enchanted and improved to plus two at uh, the blacksmith in the dock district, mm, Cromwell. And if you at Cromwell, and if you do so, there are there is like a very powerful lich that's kind of like the side boss of the game, right? Mm-hmm. I will not say this lich's name, spoilers, because mm-hmm. we haven't talked about it. Yeah. And if you say it three times, he is summoned. Yeah. Um, so I will not say it even once, not even once. But that this thing can only be damaged by weapons that are uh, plus five or more, mm. but there are some exceptions. One of those exceptions is the plus two mace of disruption, because like the pl- when you add like the plus from the undead, like it gets there mm. basically. Gotcha. And another like another one is Daystar, which is a, a sword that that drops in like the the City Gate district or something. So like there's there's like a couple of uh, of uh exceptions
1: i'm gonna upgrade that thing i'm gonna do it you should you should uh so so i kind of roll through this this whole little place i Bodie's like house is not nearly as interesting as i think the thieves guild is not at all yeah i was
0: gonna ask you it had to be pretty simple
1: yeah yeah pretty pretty limited um like six chambers tops there's like a little resting chamber or you know a, a series of coffins and every time you kill kill one of the named... Because there's named vampires and fledgling vampires. Every time you kill a named vampire, you can follow their, like, fart cloud all the way back to their coffin, where they go to regenerate, presumably. And you go to the coffins, and you, like, click on it, and it puts a stake through their heart. When you do it through the third one, Bodhi shows up. Ooh. And she says, uh... Hey there, hey there buddy. Uh, it seems like you've killed all these bros. I'm going to fight you now to test you. And so Ooh. so we fight, 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 fight. And she says, ah, you you done did a game, uh, did a dang good job mm-hmm. there, uh, Chikovar. I can't believe you fight so good. I can't believe you can't defeat these dragons but you can defeat me so quickly. <laughs> and she says, look, I know all kinds of shit about you, and so do all the Thieves Guild. They know you're a ball spawn. I know you're a ball spawn. They attacked Irenicus looking for you uh I'm Irenicus's sister bt dubs don't worry about it um mm. you can't defeat me now because I won't let you and she like zipped away So there's like a big old info dump here whoa so I go back to the shadow thieves and I say hey what the hell is going on here and they say yep we used to have a deal with Irenicus didn't really work out we attacked his uh uh, enclave you know his dungeon the very mm-hmm. first dungeon at the beginning of the game when we saw like that weird like war going on in there and uh, he says um, the only reason that we have been following you and like keeping an eye on you is you're the only your group are the only people that made it out of there alive everyone else died so we knew you had to be special and that's why we're helping you and now that you've cleared Bodhi out of the way we can get on a dang boat and we can go to spell hold
0: Mmm. What's mm-hmm. Spellhold? Well, you tell me what Spellhold is. I will. So after I killed good old, good old Linvale, I head back to Bodhi. And Bodhi admits, hey, it's, it's good that we got rid of the Shadow Thieves. They weren't even like the biggest thorn in my side, right? They're, they were just like a thing that I wanted to get rid of. More or less, I was just testing you. I wanted to see if you were strong as I heard you were. And you are. You're super strong. And she says that that's when she reveals to me her familial ties with Irenicus. She says that she wants to basically get back in touch with Irenicus where they're the only surviving family members left. They both, she says that they have both like artificially extended their life. We assume that she's been able to do so through vampirism. Irenicus is a bit of a question mark. Um, and she says that now that he's kind of beleaguered and has, like, the cowed wizards after him and had to deal with all these shadow thieves and he's outside of his place of power, he's probably weakened enough where if she were able to, like, interact with him and get to him, she'd be able to, like, get the power she wants out of him, get the information or whatever it is she wants out of him, right? And, and I tell her, well, look, I just want my vengeance. And she, she says, look, you can have your vengeance. I just want to see him first. And I don't like that deal at all. And I have the stakes in my inventory. Mm. And you could really I, give it to her. Yeah. And so I try to click any way to say, no, I refuse. I'm going to kill him the moment I see him. And there's nothing you can do to stop that. I do. Balthazar does not get the narrative option. Right. Mm. To do that at all. So the only thing I can say is, oh, begrudgingly. Okay. Well, as long as you stay out of my way, that works. And she explains that Emmalin is being and Irenicus are being kept in spell hold, which is like,, it's it's like the the black site to end all black sites, basically. For wizards right. and unique people
1: and, and like unique people and interplanar beings, it seems, and
0: all sorts of unsavory sorts
1: and maybe savory sorts.
0: yeah, all basically it's the, institutional equivalent of kind of like the hellboy what goes bump in the night but instead of like a team to go defeat them it is a hole to throw them in yeah yeah it's, right. so it's kind of like uh I don't know like the negative zone
1: in, mm-hmm. in civil war or perhaps uh, you know a real world black site where people are extraordinarily renditioned to
0: and have no legal yeah. rights yeah but the the big difference here is that the the idea that these people are so dangerous that uh, institutions like and Bodhi says this like pretty eloquently, without defending the institution, she's obviously like n- very much neutral on the existence of the institution, right? But uh, she does say, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a real bad place and um, and basically it was created because, the you know the powers that be had no idea what to do with people of extraordinary talents and power and they just created it and the institutions just kind of chugged along self-perpetuating after that
1: yeah I, i think another key difference between it and uh the real world
0: is that uh they're wizards they're wizards and she also did hint that it's almost as if the Cal like there is a separate governance going on at the Spellhold. Yeah, at this kind of like asylum for the um, for the magically inclined or what have you. Uh, she just, she says basically, yeah, it's beyond the jurisdiction of even like the Cald wizards here. Like I, it's almost as if the Cald wizards can like send people there, but once they go there, it's not like you you can't like request them to come back. Um, so. And that basically leaves us to the point where we can click a button and head there. Yeah, we can go. And I think
1: that closes out chapter three, basically. So I haven't done it. I said, hold on, give me a minute. I need to, I need to go buy some arrows. Mm-hmm. And then I save my game. So next episode, we're going to Spellhold. Let's do it. And that really gets us on a journey over the next several episodes of uh, kind of like Set piece after set piece. There's not going to be another instance like like chapter two when we're kind of like choosing what we want to do.
0: Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be put in situations and we're going to have to react and we're not going to have kind of the safety of some neutral area to retreat to. Mm-hmm. We're going to be forced into making decisions, into getting in the action. So mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be some exciting episodes. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, we are clipping. Right along to being done with Baldur's Gate 2 which is both exciting and kind of sad I think sure I mean nothing gold can stay um but there's always thrown a ball to look forward to mm. which which it, which it which will be great but i'm just I'm just excited to see how even Baldur's Gate uh, ends up and how these characters deal with it because I still think that we've got a lot to a lot to see from ticklevar and how he responds to some of the challenges that lay ahead
1: mm-hmm You mean dragons?
0: Yeah, dragons.
1: Well, this was episode 30. Uh, Like I said, at the top of the episode, please hit that like button. Now you know if you liked it or not. Um, Hit the subscribe button if you're not already subscribed to Ranged Touch. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, uh, and you can follow, you should follow, the Ranged Touch official account. It's at Ranged Touch, also down in the description. You should like us on Facebook, also down in the description. And uh, if you really like the show, you should think about supporting us financially on Patreon for as little as a dollar. You can make sure that we keep making this show and other things. And a lot of that's going to get announced in the next couple weeks. So and some of it might even be announced by the time that you're hearing this. I'm not yes. quite sure on our timetable because
0: we're recording a bit early. Trying to get ahead, trying to get ahead, because we know we we know we got to pace ourselves. It's going to be really big, exciting stuff. We don't want to get overwhelmed. Exactly, it's going to be good. So, uh,
1: thanks so much for listening to this episode.
0: I'm Cameron, and I'm Danny. Goodbye. Ciao. A